0: All right, Buster, start cleaning those tires up. Yeah, time. Remember, they fan out down there. Check that bottom.
1: The Sunday drive. Off, cars off. Be ready. Right, brother, be ready, that Ready, ready. Green
2: flag. Green. Welcome everybody to the Inside Pass. Another uh, week of racing talk. Uh, our our panel, well, most of our panel, is uh sitting around the the round table. We got Tom and Peter and Chris and no Noah because Noah picked up his uh, front truck fender and went home. Uh, he to took his Virginia, ball and so went home. Yeah. Uh, yes, his ball is about in the
3: size. Case, of a, it's, it's ironically it a the same size
2: as the front of a truck. I don't under. Yeah. I don't really One know. Haley Degan's Yes. Uh, the uh, Haley Degan's fender. Yep. Yes. yep. So yeah, he picked up his fender and went home to Virginia. But he'll be back um, in August or September or whenever he decides to come home. Uh, to go back to school so well um, he went home he's went coming home. back he's to coming to school, back so. yeah that's that maybe well, he'll never come back
3: well i mean you know <laughs> oh no he will he, he can't he can't resist he's he's trying really hard to get up to the front of the fantasy field but
2: wait till he gets those grades for the, en- the end of school he <laughs> yeah. may or may not go back to school i'm just kidding uh no we, we love Noah, and, and he'll I, i'm sure he'll probably call in at some point in time during Speaking the course of, of fantasy the summer, i'm but. almost not last that's true. And, and and Chris started with nothing uh, because w- w- Red started the points and then, you know, now that he works for Spire, he can't be here as often. But he's still getting Chris kind of has an, a, an advantage slash disadvantage because he actually gets Red's points, too, because we give him Spire's points, too, because they kind of work hand in hand. So he's actually getting, I say, double points, but it's not like, you know, Lejoy set the world on fire. Sorry, yeah. the joy. Um, but Spire's not, you know, a, a top dollar team, so they're not getting. He's only getting like six or eight points a week from Red, um, but still, he's still getting Spire points. Yeah. Can we start points. with some breaking news? We we can. I, that I, was announced today. Uh, there oh, about a few the pieces well, yeah. There, there's um, a couple. I I don't know which one specifically you're talking about, but I know one that well. well Chris it has, is the producer. I know he there's one that actually off, so him I don't know has officially been announced yet, but it will be announced soon. But anyway. Which Paul
0: Menard driving yes. for Thor Sport Racing in the Truck Series this weekend.
2: Yeah, there's a couple. I was actually going to pull up the entry list and and look at There's actually some, some other, you know, talk about throwbacks and people coming out of the woodwork. Here's board. what's interesting about that news that Chris just mentioned, though, Go ahead. is that um, Thor
3: Sport is running Ty Majewski in a fifth truck at Charlotte and Nashville. Mm-hmm. So apparently... Thor Sport is open to the idea of going beyond four trucks, and I don't believe, outside of GMS, I don't believe there's another organization in well, the you truck series Well, you can't do it permanently. Has, um, so. Well, the, the, only, way, the only way you can yes, is if, no the, if the
2: owner the, is listed as somebody other than Thor Sport. I don't like, think it, there's it a limit be, in the truck. No, sport. there isn't no, a limit. No. There's no limit no. for only
4: truck or Xfinity. Only, only really? I never knew that. Only in Cup with oh, the Chart. I thought it was a four. I thought it was a
3: 14. Nope.
2: So I learned something. Oh, interesting. Income. Um ah, interesting. Wow. so
3: that's what I'm saying it's interesting that Thor Sport seems open to that. Um glad for time Majeski, and it's interesting with Paul Ménard because um you know I guess he is being good a road at course, good course Yeah, he I guess he wanted to he never you know obviously his first time they've Another run so one easy. that's
0: really weird for me is Kevin Harvick running for BJ in the five. Yeah. yeah. In Xfinity. Yeah. And see, yeah.
3: I think what that is, is that is a Stuart Haas car with BJ's number.
4: Exactly. We yeah. saw Cole Custer make his yeah, cup can... debut for Rick Ware Racing in air quotes, but we all know that was actually an SHR yeah. car. Just and, fielded under and, the Rick Ware Kevin banner. And wouldn't,
0: Kevin wouldn't
3: run it if it wasn't going to give him good data for the right. cup series. yeah so. Yeah, well, again, this is, you know, extra practice is what this is. But I I, I would be willing to bet that is a Stuart Haas Ford with uh, they're they're basically with a BJ renting on the it. number. Yeah, they're using the number because, again, you know, NASCAR has that funny rule about, you know, can um, we go
0: ahead and get the tomato off of my face? And just say that uh,
2: Bubba Wallace got a top fifteen. He did. Yes. Uh, we'll we'll uh, yes. we'll put the tomato back in your face later because I I do want to. I don't want. I wasn't. I was going to rub it in, but I don't want to rub it in because that would be crow. It's true. i crow. I'd rather times, eat tomato I than crow. I eat whatever. crow
3: the time that I said that uh, the role wasn't. I made it way longer race. than I thought I would. Yeah. To be That's honest. True. Yeah.
0: Thirteen
2: ba- races. Bubba got in his own way. I think
3: honestly, I think that team will get on a roll.
2: Yeah. So that's my prediction. Back to the what we were talking about with Thor Sport, I, I find it interesting that they're doing that they're going to do five trucks because this year Grant is not running the full season for Thorsport because of sponsorship. So it makes me wonder if maybe they're thinking, you know, can we do five trucks and maybe put Grant full time again next year in a Thor Sport truck? Well, it seems to be um,
3: that they're open to the fifth truck. So yeah. again, if and and you, you wonder too, you know, you look at Ty Majesky. There's somebody who I mean, do we see a shift? Maybe next year, does Johnny Sauter go away? When does Matt Crafton? I mean, eventually yeah. those two guys are going to retire. Yeah, they're they're, they're not thinking gonna about race the future. Of, of So Thor's right, sport this going may forward, be an so. opportunity to bring some new guys in and just kind of see how things go. Well, well, if see, you look at the entry have list, a bullpen, so There's to speak.
2: there's and there's actually some interesting driver uh, team combinations. Casgralla's in a Young's truck uh, for the race, the zero two truck, had, same truck he ran um, at uh, Daytona. Yeah, Grant Enfinger is actually driving Cody bars number nine truck again, um, again, yep. uh, which is interesting and weird to me. Um, but I mean, that's not weird, it's just I, I'm used to him being in a Thor Sport truck. Well, but he's he, not even driving for Thor on
0: points weekend. putting a road course racer in their truck this weekend instead of Danny in 30 Bond. yes, Michelle Abbate, yeah. or however you pronounce
4: her last name. No. Yeah, uh, yeah, the number 30. Yeah, yeah. Jack
2: Wood's gonna drive a GMS truck, um, the number 24, which has had multiple drivers in the past. Uh, Timothy Peters is in the 25. Um, Mayor's driving for uh, Brett Holmes Racing. Uh, yes, in the thirty-two. 32. Yep. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm you, to go. going to tell you, don't
3: sell Sam Mayor short. That kid is a really good road racer. This is a technical course.
0: Austin don't Dillon's be running surprised. the seventy-seven. In Xfinity, Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll get it's to it's I'll you, get to still Xfinity still in a second. Yeah, um, and trucks. then the other,
2: I mean, we talked about Paul Menard uh, d- driving for Thor Sport. Another interesting part to me, Beta Curry's been in the in the 45 truck for a while for the last few races, but this is his home track because he's from uh, north of Houston. Um, so this is a, a hometown race for Bailey Curry, and he's he's been doing pretty good in that truck in the 45 truck. So um, you know I, I, this is a new uh, an unknown for everybody because nobody yep. unless you went to the test um, that Goodyear had you know, several weeks ago um, you've never been on this track before, and this is this is the most difficult track that they will that anybody will see. I mean, this is a Track that wasn't built for cup cars. It was built for F1. It was built for indie cars. Well, like I said, very um, technical. Yeah, course. it's a very, It's a twenty a turn straightaways. It's yeah. a twenty turn track where speeds can reach up to 160 miles an hour yep. um, on the straightest part of the track. This is a very and, and uh, you know we talk about the 600. You know next weekend for for Memorial Day weekend or well I guess the week before Memorial Day. Um, but it's we got two tracks back to back where an endurance you know it's really a true test of endurance. Um, because you've got you know the, this major massive road course that nobody's ever been on, the temperatures in Texas are going to be hot. You know th- you're going to be shifting constantly, so you're going to have to keep you know keep your transmission from from getting ripped out from the car. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you got the 600 right after that, where it's uh, you know it's four hour endurance race. Here's
3: what's so. interesting, Peter, for me about this is there are a few guys, including Casagroa, who've been a little sneaky. And they they went early in the year this year and ran a Champ Car series, which is a it's like a fourteen hour endurance race series, uh, mid level sports car series. They went and ran Coda. There was there was uh, Tyler Reddick, Austin Dillon, and Kaz all as a team went and ran Coda. They've already been on the track. I think that's going to factor in this weekend because again it's a very technical and there were a lot course. of
0: people. Uh there for a tire test and uh toyota had a production day so kyle bush and john hunter yep were on the track so a lot of people have been on the track yeah Yeah. hemmerich was on the track as well so a lot of people have seen this track before practice even starts. so that'll give them a leg as
4: long as you're not taking a nascar sanctioned vehicle on track. It's open season to run wherever you want at Coda as long as you right. reserve as well the Get track. As much
2: practice yep. as you can. and which, so, By the way, practice and qualifying are going to happen this weekend. Because, next oh, two yeah, weeks. The next, yeah, the two, next weeks. two weeks. Because of the 600 as well. So, um, Over in the Xfinity series, and we still got a little bit of time to talk about some of these guys. We, we mentioned Kevin Harvick driving for BJ McLeod. Uh, Spencer Pumpley is going to be in the 6th for JD Motorsports. Uh, why is Ryan Vargas not racing?
3: That's a good question. I think it's to do with Spencer's background in sports. Oh, yeah, Spencer's so an, an ins- road racer, a veteran and, and so,
2: yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Miguel Paluto is in the 8 for Junior Motorsports uh, this weekend. Um, Boris Sed is in the 13, um, so the the MBM car. Yes. Um, Almendinger, of course, you never count him out because it's AJ Almendinger. Uh, Custer is uh, driving for uh, SS Greenlight in the oh, he 17. Is. Yep. Uh, Daniel oh, wow. Hemrick, of course, is always in the field. Um, Andy Lally, uh, Tyler Reddick is driving for Jordan Anderson, which is the uh, the car the that he tried to call or wanted to qualify for the. the, which, the will good, <laughs> which will be good. Which will be good
0: because hopefully that gets this plus Charlotte. Hopefully will get Jordan Anderson enough points to run the rest of the schedule. That's true. And Xfinity, Xfinity. He, and can, again, he can pick a
3: better guy than Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Keep your eye on Reddick. Sneaky, yeah. he's already yeah. been That's on the track. Uh,
4: and also in the Xfinity race is some guy named Kyle Busch.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna get to that that rookie uh, Kyle Busch in the fifty four. <laughs> um, Stephen Light, Timmy Hill, uh, Jeremy Clements is always good on road courses. Um, so I mean, I'm trying to go. Austin Jeremy Jeremy has a road course win right he does? Yeah, he does yeah Road America does have right. a, a Road America win. Uh, Preston Partis is in the ninety one. Uh, S- uh, Caesar Belsarelli in the ninety. Uh, Riley Harbs, Ryan Ellis. So, I mean, there's some pretty good, we call we used to call them road course ringers, but they're not ringers anymore. They're, they're just, you know, superstars, road course racers that uh, are coming to play with the rest of the Xfinity field. And I feel like up and down, I mean, again, this is an unknown track. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Any of these guys should visit victory lane on Saturday. It is interesting,
3: I think. Uh, Austin Dillon certainly is one that I'm keeping my eye on in and the cup part of it because of his previous experience. And Xfinity. Um, and, well, I don't know if the Xfinity car is strong enough that he's driving, but I certainly think uh, the cup car can, can do it. Well, uh, I mean, one it person
0: 50. I would really look out for in Xfinity is Ryan Sieg.
3: Yeah, see, he's are good. He's a good road course racer.
2: Yeah, it could be one yeah. of those instances where, um, it, uh, you guys saw the video that uh, Seth sent. Uh, that he tweeted out. Uh, Seth Eggert uh, tweeted out about the go karts and wherever it was. It, it started raining and they all left the <laughs> racetrack. <All those laughs> yeah, that, they all. drove they got One the of track. those things where I feel like that could happen in Instant the race in Turn yeah. One. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, at any time, it could definitely do yeah. it. So I'm trying to pull up the uh, the uh, Cup Series entry list. I don't think there's really any surprises on the entry couple list. Uh, Almondinger's in the Almondinger, yeah. His colleague is going to run the, yeah. the Dakota races, and then the Ty Dillon's way. in for Gaunt Brothers. Yeah, the Gaunt Brothers are are uh, racing this weekend. Yep. I think that's yep, pretty the much. There's right. not really um, anybody there, but I, I think when you look at the, the the drivers who haven't won yet, which of course you know we'll talk about Hendrick in a little bit with Dover um, uh, on uh, on Sunday, but if you look at drivers who haven't won yet we get a road course, Chase Elliott is going to be the first guy that you're going to probably think about um, there. And he actually did the test for Goodyear, too, so he's already got some laps uh, around that track. So um, definitely something to, to think about. We are going to step aside, take our first break. We'll come back and talk about Dover, um, or as I like to call it, uh, Hendrick International Raceway. Um, and we'll talk about that. H-A-R. Yeah, uh, H-A-R. We'll talk about that when we come back from break. You're uh, listening to the Inside Pass, and we'll be back with more right after these words. Stay with us
5: we <laughs>
7: Hello, race fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys.
3: Some great radio hosts.
2: You're to the F-I-P-A-N. That is not true. We did see everything uh, at Dover on Sunday, <laughs> including Hendrick finishing one, two, three, four, um, which is a feat that I- I'm surprised actually hasn't happened by Hendrick yet. Um, but uh, I think 2005 was the last time it happened with Rose yeah, Fenway. Yeah, 2005 and home um, it, an in Homestead. That's an incredible feat, and I and I think Jamie McMurray on the post race show um, even said that that right there is a sign that Hendrick is dangerous. I very, said very this dangerous.
0: a couple of weeks ago. They are the best driver lineup Hendrick's had.
2: Yes, and I think they pulled well,
3: that. Here's now. As if they didn't? Before. I think it was in 05. Whenever the plane crash was, Hendrick went one, two, three. Yes. Um, and, and that was amazing even in that circumstance, but to have all four, you know, one, two, three, four, that's amazing. And, you know, it's, it's interesting to look at. Um, I don't want to say that this is the best driver lineup that Hendricks had only because, I, I mean you you look at Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, Daryl Waltrip, Jeff Bodine, Darryl, you know, there's the history, but
0: I didn't say the best driver, I said the best driver lineup.
3: Well, the the thing that I think it is is this is a case of the whole organization peaking at the right time. Yeah. And, and and I'm gonna tell you the the signing of Rudy Fugel um, to to crew chief Byron and bringing in kyle larson with the two two of the all-time smartest moves that, that yeah. uh, mr h has ever made because what happened there is you got chemistry and here's a, over over the top of all of the cars now is chad Knaus who is a detail-oriented perfectionist
0: and, and who would think that chase elliott's the only driver at hendrick to not have a win yet and who would think bowman would be the first hendrick driver with multiple wins
3: See, I'm not surprised at Alex because I figured Alex would have a big year this year, but I I am surprised that Chase has not won and may fix that this weekend at COTA. But, um, you know, you know he's going to get at least one road course, right? I mean, Peter, how can we if yeah, we seven have a whole year, to get it right? So. Yeah, we have a whole year without Chase Elliott winning a road course. Is this like Haley's comet once every seventy-six years?
4: Something like that. <laughs> over the past two years, I think he's only lost one race on a road course, so yeah. it's got between seven road course races. This year, he was arguably robbed at the Daytona Road Course back in February, so it's got to happen at some point.
2: And let's
3: not forget, Randy; he can still win on an oval, <laughs> so That's I true. figure That's he'll get true. one eventually. Well, and
2: it's it's what's funny is is that you know we, we talk about Chase hasn't won yet, but he's gotten progressively better, and exactly. now I think he's at that point now where he's the dangerous kind of Chase because right. he's on that cusp. He's of close winning. enough, yep. and he's one of those drivers that we talk about all the time that once they win one, it's going to be one, two, three, four. Like it's going to be a consecutive, not I, not consecutive, but it's going to be multiple wins.
0: I think for me and it is highly unlikely and almost impossible but I think to me in in a fantasy world it would be really fun to see a Hendrick Championship Four.
3: Well, we saw cool. what three Gibbs, wow. right, last no. year, three out of four. Two
0: years ago, yeah. Was it
3: two years ago? Yeah.
0: So wow. it would be. Time it, it wouldn't be, surprise cr- me at all. It would be crazy to see. Wouldn't that be amazing? A final four <laughs> How do with you Hendrick. You do that. You that, know, would,
2: that would definitely be. Rick,
0: Rick Hendrick would just kick his feet up and be like, "All right, well, we're <laughs> getting funny, something." Yeah, I Funny won. you mentioned that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I remember a couple years ago, Hendrick, Rick Hendrick was asked this, and he said he'd be up on a pit box somewhere with James Finch in a red solo cup if he had all of the Championship Four. With well,
3: what?
2: Say that again,
4: James. James Finch. Finch in a red Solo cup on one of the pit boxes.
2: <laughs> a <red solo> cup. <laughs> I mean, w- uh, he even said during the during the the post race interview that you know he feels like the four teams are working together as a team and as an organization. So it's like one team with four drivers as opposed to four different teams on four different agendas.
0: And I do want to say there is one person that has made that all happen. And he stepped down at the end of the year off the box, and that's Chad. That's Canals. what I
2: said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This
3: year he's yep. he's over the top of all four. And see, Chad, as a crew chief, has one car. When you move him up to whatever you call supervisor, that director basically of competition or whatever it, his title is, you, and you put him over all four cars, and you you tell him, look, we want four cars in the championship. And he brings that kind of detail and focus to all four cars and sets the example for these crew chiefs. I mean, it's an unbeatable. And that's where people don't realize. I don't think that, I mean, I think to, an, to the average fan, all of a sudden Hendrick, the, the team teams just went into a slump. Not that simple. They lost a number of what you would call middle management uh, personnel back about three, four years ago. And that's what they've rebuilt with guys like Chad Kanaus and having Jeff Gordon now be a little more involved there and you got some other folks. That's what you've put back in place is that middle management and, and on the competition side. And once you fix that and you get the right crew chiefs with the right drivers, everything changes. And I, and it's just amazing to watch them, honestly, as well as, I mean, William Byron's had how many, what, 11, 11. 11 straight top 10s. That's um that's incredible. I mean, what a difference uh, has been made in the last uh, you know half a half of years worth of races for William, um you know between Chad and now Rudy coming in. I think Williams really about to come into his own, and it's kind of scary. You got Larson and Bowman and Byron and and uh, you know I mean that's an Elliott. That is a lineup that could be just outstanding like for a, one, a decade. Point.
2: Well, what's you funny know, is that you know, we talk about. The dominance that they displayed at Dover, and it's not like they ended up in the top four. All four guys were up front all right. race yeah. long. I mean, Chase yeah. started in the back and worked his way up, but he yep. was, you know, up in the top ten I think before the end of the first stage. So you, you, if you look at their performance all day on Sunday, they were all at the front all race long, and so yep. it wasn't like they just you know ended up in the top four. Um, and had they not had that late caution flag with the pit stops, where Bowman actually beat Kyle Larson's team off pit road, yeah. Kyle probably would have won the race.
4: Fastest but pit stop of the year. That's what that it takes was, to win a race right, right there, yeah. is, is
2: getting, your team, getting yeah. your team in there. Well, and, and
3: that's there. one thing. See, that's why I figured Alex was going to have a big year, because um, there was a lot of talk going into the year about Greg Ives really focusing on the pit stops. And he's got just a crazy group of guys. Um, that for, that 48, what is now the 48 team, um was the 88 team last year they all they did was change decals on the cars basically but um that team with greg ives in the pits is incredible it's almost rainbow Mm warriors-esque and boy that makes a big difference for a driver when that you know that you're either going to stay the same position wise or you're going to gain on pit road and you keep knocking off pit stops like they pulled off the other day that's an advantage for Alex Bowman. So He, he was literally on fire. Yeah, that he was,
2: was, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> he was literally. Yeah, he asked Tom Cruise for help. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he was literally on fire. So I
0: kind of want to switch it. gears now. You know, we got about four minutes left. There's something that happened last week that happened after we oh. had our show, uh, and, and we talked about it on our show, that Noah Gregson was going to appeal his Dash for Cash uh, encumbered, uh, you know. Nope,
3: that no longer encumbered. There's no more cucumbers well, I, in NASCAR, but go ahead. His disqualification. His DQ. His yeah. DQ. They
0: threw vegetables. And, out. and uh, no Junior veggies. Motorsports won. Uh, you know, I don't know how or why, <laughs> but I think we are. Really, I don't really
2: think Dale right. <laughs> um, the answer but, is Dale Junior. <laughs> uh,
0: he won, and he got to start. I think what was th- third uh, at Dover. Uh, And got his $100,000 back, so that's now three in a row for Gregson in Dash for Cash. And Josh Berry won the fourth, so all four for Junior motors. All four Dash for Cash go to Junior Motorsports. Now, I wonder,
3: (laughs) did Josh Berry do what Noah Gregson always
2: does and give it back to the team? Do we know? I— I mean, I've ride, heard I mean, I, we if, can if drive down out, and ask. If he <laughs> goes out and wins the next cars race, I assume that he probably put that money towards his car, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, and, and did something Well, he's not running the car. full car story. No, no, that's true. I know what you're saying. At the same time, it, so it, he's coming
0: up on the end of his uh, junior motorsports run. Sam Mayer takes over. Well, in a couple they're weeks. still
3: trying to get some sponsorship together for him. Was is what I'm hearing. So we'll have to see. You, how you Think they're going to run a fifth car? Well, I don't know. I just know that I've been hearing that they're still trying to find some sponsorship for him to keep going. So it would be fun to see.
0: Uh, you know, th- however that happens, it'd be fun to see the three come back at, at Junior Motorsports and Josh Berry run the three, the eight, um, and all those numbers.
3: Seven. There's, seven. There, there's yeah, definitely yeah. Uh, there's a few numbers. Yeah, one, I think One, three, seven, eight.
0: One
2: three seven eight is yeah. the uh, we, we, if no there's no, oh no wait I was, there's one more car missing nine nine nine, uh, eight, nine. nine. one no, three seven eight. I was, yeah. I was, no, the, I was getting there. Yeah. I
0: think yeah. if I think if it's junior, it would probably either be
4: the five or the three.
2: Well, that I know junior's junior's gonna run the the second Arlington race or Richmond. He's gonna uh, run. A, he's he's running running Richmond, Richmond, Richmond on Richmond,
4: yeah. September 11th. The, that the five is uh, already trainees,
2: taken, so he can't have that. So it's would have to be the three. Yeah, have to be if he has it,
3: he could get it but i mean if he can over if he can get a
2: penalty it? overturn he'll uh, can get the three Childress
0: has it. it so he could just get he's it. got An xfinity
2: yes okay he's got four hundred thousand dollars right now so <laughs> he's got enough money but to it would it be
3: interesting to see how that uh that manufactures itself uh if that would were to happen i just feel i will tell you josh won and can't i
0: will tell you well he wouldn't be able eligible anyway well
2: i understand I'm um, just but
0: i will yeah. say that that tire pros paint scheme that he runs is Probably my favorite paint scheme in the field. Yeah, yeah it's
2: it's pretty cool. It's yeah. A pretty cool well, scheme.
3: see, there's some logos that just cater themselves to cars. And Tire Pros has a logo that yeah. is yeah. one of those yeah. logos that just looks great on a car, like Gatorade.
2: Yeah. So we got like a minute and a half left. I, I wanted to make mention that you know Chris has had this ongoing thing about uh, Bubba Wallace and not getting a top 15 finish. I think, I think we <laughs> talked about that, didn't we already? And uh, unfortunately for Chris, his streak did end. Him, Bubba did finish in the 11th position at uh, Dover on he Sunday. had no so. fa- in that new team and uh well it I, I still a, really
0: don't lightning can strike once
2: i mean still pretty, it still
0: has zero top tens well.
2: if lightning yeah, is, gonna, is true I, and I, I say this with the utmost respect if lightning is going to strike it's probably going to strike bubble wallace I, i'm just it, saying that it, i'm I'll,
3: i will go on record on this show as saying Bubba wallace gets his first top 10 in two races at the coca-cola
2: 600 at charlotte yeah. He's probably going to be the only one running, so or the only one left running, I should say. But the, well, then you the, get a top inter- one. The interesting thing about that is is that Denny Hamlin has gone on record uh, as saying that he is disappointed in how that team has performed this year. Um, and he's done it on multiple occasions over the last few, several weeks. He's talked about how that team needs to change, and some things need to change on that team, um, or there's going to be some changes made at the end of the season. So he's already looking at... You know, what happens if Bubba gets replaced? I can tell you there's season, a couple so.
0: drivers at Joe Gibbs that aren't really happy with him. I know Martin Truex Jr. wasn't happy mm-hmm. with him. At Darlington, Denny, the team owner, wasn't happy with him not getting out of the way at Dover yesterday and was even cussing out Chris Wheeler yeah. on the radio. Yeah. So.
2: So there's, oh, I th- that point. There's things going on over there for sure that uh, indicate that uh, changes could be made. We are going to step aside, take a break. We'll be back with more of the Inside Pass right after these messages. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
7: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds.
5: Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Louis Meineke Car Care Center, rev up your career.
8: You hear that?
1: I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass.
2: You know, he seems happier during that re-entry. Maybe it's because <laughs> he's finishing well now. He's having a good day. He's having a good yeah. day. Welcome back to the uh, the Inside Pass. Um, so, we've been talking a lot about charter teams and yeah. how the next-gen car coming in next year is going to allow potentially a lot of new people to come join our sport. In terms of having new ownership, we, we talk about Dell Jr. and the possibility of Junior Motorsports becoming a full-time cup team. Colleg Racing wants to be full-time next year. So charters are going to be in high demand. Uh, and so there was a story that came out uh, last week about how some of the underfunded teams, and I, I use that term loosely, but they essentially are the, the Rick Bear Racings of the world, um, the Spire Motorsports teams of the world. Yeah. Some of those teams have multiple charters they're just not using. They bought them up and, you know, in mergers with other teams or they just decided to purchase an extra charter for you know the, the one time where Rick Ware wins racing wants to run four cars that are going to finish 38 37 36 35th. um but at the same time Marsh. now we've got all well, – I mean like I'm lying um <laughs> give me a break so um anyway <laughs> like uh, so Quinn Huff is going to lose <laughs> Quinn Huff is going to lose his lap uh, or lose his, uh, lose the lead, be off the lead lap on lap 2 instead of lap 1 um I can go are on are you okay line. I am. I think so. I may be having a seizure. Anyway, um. So, <laughs> anyway, as I was saying, Andy got triggered during the break. I don't as know I what was, it saying, was. Um, but the the there's going to be charters in high demand. So all these lower funded teams are saying they're they're willing to sell their charters or lease their charters to other teams, um. Which begs the question, which now I guess we've talked about this time and time again. Should NASCAR offer more charters to these teams or should they be allowed to buy more charters for these teams cuz now we're looking at if we really make this happen and junior motorsports has a team colleague has a team uh 2311 racing goes to two teams we're going to be upwards of 45 cars 46 47 cars at the track every week <laughs> I gonna, think a lot of real estate.
0: Not house. Seeing it, I think for me and Tom's probably going to go the same way. They just need to get rid of the charter system I, at this point. I completely agree. And let people, you know, send cars
4: home. If you, you sink, know, you sink. Have a
0: 43 car field. If there's 47 cars injured, send send them home and go.
3: You gonna jump in there? Please? I
4: agree with at making the field size back to 43, but I'd say NASCAR can throw in four more charters just to give fair stability for four other cars so you have junior motorsports you have college you have 2311 but if you're going to do that at that point you might
0: as well just get rid of it because what if in 2023 there's a new team that wants to come out or a new manufacturer Mm -hmm. that nascar is trying to get in with these new next-gen cars they want to appeal to more manufacturers you should just get rid of the if you're going if you're going to make that exception for four more cars what happens in 23 2023 when four more cars wants to come
3: this is my problem okay the 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 drivers group whatever you call it racing association Race alliance, Team alliance whatever it is they fought for the charters and the charters were supposed to be like a franchise and the idea was that with the charter It was supposed to make the team more valuable. I'm doing my air quotes, valuable. So, therefore, it would be easier to attract sponsors. Well, I think if you're doing the kind of business model that, say, a Rick Ware does, and again, we look, he can, he, Rick has the right to do whatever he wants to do with his teams. Um, he, but, Again, his model is not competition. His model's all completely built on sponsor experience, and he's very successful with bringing sponsors to the table in that situation um, and, and being able to keep going and do his thing. Now, I think that we we now have outlived the, the Charters' need, you might say, or the need for the Charters, because with all these new teams coming in, we've gotten the numbers back up. And with the new cars, I think we we've increased the value of a NASCAR team just by the fact that these are brand new cars. And as Chris pointed out, in another year or two, we're talking a brand new motor, hybrid motor. We know that's coming eventually, and and sooner rather than later, most likely. And more, and at that point, you're going to start seeing more manufacturers nascar's value is going to increase just because of that so i don't think we need the charters and 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 adding more charters it seems like you'd all be, you
0: old school fans that just fell out of your chair when tom said hybrid <laughs> hybrid's different than electric ladies and gentlemen
3: well it's 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 a hybrid it's it's kind of half and half and the 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 simple fact is we can look i'm old school i'm old okay i'm gonna be 54 um so I've been going to races since 1973. Um, I'm not you know, completely down with a lot of the new technology, but it's here and it's going to continue to be here. And the fact is you can take a hybrid motor and, and make a thousand horsepower with it. So all of those people who want more horsepower back in the motors, that's how you're going to get it. That's how IndyCar is doing it. and And that's how you're going to get the horsepower. So, I think NASCAR's value and the team's value is going to keep increasing because of what we're doing to the cars and the motors. And if we start bringing in more manufacturers, you're going to need more charters anyway to keep up. How in the world are you ever going to deal with that? At that point, If you got 50 cars a week well, you got 45 charters? I mean, that's so I think the charter's usefulness has basically come and gone and i don't think it ever lived up to what it was supposed to do because yes if you're if you're going to kind of be rick ware and you know whatever but we we barely have had enough cars to fill the field re- in recent times mm-hmm. So you haven't needed the charter. Everybody starts. Now we're to the point where it's starting to go the other way. So you either increase the charters or just get rid of them because you don't need them anymore.
2: But I feel like if you increase the charters, like, you know, Peter was saying, you know, 43 charters or whatever. If you're only going to start 43 cars... Then you can't even if you're not if you don't have a charter you shouldn't even bring your car to the track you're not going to get a guaranteed spot because that's the whole point of the charter is to guarantee you a spot. Well, he in said the field, to so. be
3: fair he said forty charters and well, forty three cars but it's again like Chris said if you add more manufacturers you get more cars that way now right. you're going to be up to forty five or fifty and you're all of a sudden you're so how do you keep do you just keep adding charters so it's a I think NASCAR is going to have to eventually take a look at that and and come up with some other way of doing this because um it i think it's going to be really intriguing to see how they deal with a 45 to 50 car field if if you're going to bring a manufacturer in and you got charters if i'm honda or whoever the manufacturer is i'm going wait a minute i want some i don't want to come in and not know i'm going to make the race you know now
0: to piggyback off of uh this topic uh nascar announced that uh next starting next year Teams will be only allowed seven cars for the next gen cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, how important do you think that is to teams, and how does that affect, you know, wind tunnel time and all that stuff? And where do you, uh, where do you think that plays in? Do you think that helps teams? Do you think that hurts teams? Well, where do you I, think that goes? I
2: mean, if you look at it from the perspective of cost-cutting measures, which is the, the whole point of this next gen car is to cut the cost down so that other new teams can be formed and it's not costing them an arm and a leg to get started. From that perspective, I mean, you're basically telling the teams that they have to cut their fleet in half because most of these teams have upwards of 14, 15, 16 different cars that they're working on at any given time. Because if you think about each track that we run at, so like, you know, this weekend we're at Coda. So Coda, you know, obviously there's a road course car that you have to build. and You have to build more than one because you have to have a backup car. Um, And then you have your super speedway car and your short track car and your intermediate car. So you've got, you know, 14, 15, 16 cars in your fleet. Now you're saying, okay, you have to ta- you have seven cars. So at this point, you're going to probably build one of each, and that's it. So if you wreck that car, you better hope you don't have a road course race the next week because you're going to be well. But in you got to
3: remember, they're not going to need specialty cars now for the road course, well, That's courses, true. That is very If true. you're going to gas on the other side or something, that might be different. But on the ovals, we don't we aren't going to need speedways or the, all the cars are the same. Yeah, that's true. Well, there's the same,
4: the same, same. promise. And we got in 2007 the... with the car of tomorrow, and eventually we got Speedway and Short Track and intermediate-specific cars, so I'm a bit more in the camp of I'll believe that when I see if, it. If, but... I, if
0: I'm not mistaken, too, they're taking on the the flange-fit body style that the Xfinity has, yes, too, so are. you can just interchange parts if see, you crash but that's
3: the point. This is not the car of tomorrow. Um, this is actually a completely different spec chassis. Like everybody's getting the same chassis. So
0: it's during the unveil, they, they labeled where all of the parts are coming from and all of the yeah. manufacturers that are going in to make it. It's all spec stuff yeah. coming next year. So it's like
2: a Lego car. Like you, you, you <laughs> have the, you car. have an underbody, <laughs> but then you can snap on whatever top you want to. <laughs> it's actually but, a great but comparison. I mean, that's really what it is, though. It's basically like you have a Toyota body, a Chevy body, a Ford body, and you just snap on the one you want to race at that particular moment and, and go for it. So. What
0: I'm very proud of is the manufacturers actually coming together and making this car and making it more cost effective and more competitive and more stock, you know, get the stock back in stock. Okay.
3: Now this is where I draw the line in, in, in the conversation here, because people say, well, NASCAR says these are the most, we're putting the stock back in stock car. No, you're not.
2: The stock was never Only in stock
3: Only the bodies look more stock. The rest of the car is all spec, so it can't be stock. But what it is, and this is for all, again, all you traditionalists here, the reason they're saying that, and it's just, it's wording, we're, we're dealing with semantics, is it is most like the the car that you're driving down the road in terms of the horsepower and the type of motor and the type of body and the look and the appearance i think it's it's
0: crazy how great the look they got when they when they did the reveal and they stacked the 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 showroom cars right next to the next gen cars and you could really look and see wow these cars look like they just came off the, the showroom floor
3: yep and that's the thing: is the bodies aesthetically, they're 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 more like the stock car that you the car that you drive, their equivalent road car than than what the current cars are. So so just so nobody gets this idea that NASCAR is trying to sell us that you're going and buying them out of the showroom, obviously that can't ever happen again because we're actually doing things much more safely now.
2: Well, Randy, you, you, it's like driving a Chef yo yo but it basically. So. Look, here's the funny part. I
3: did an interview with a guy from my Inside Groove show that talked about he took a roll cage out of a Camaro and put it into a Mustang. I said, "You built a chord." Yeah, exactly. true, right.
2: <laughs> there's some sort of blasphemy yeah, involved there. I mean, I well, we've we've right.
0: had another hour of the Inside Pass go by really quick. Yep. Coming up on the final segment and yep. throwing the white flag, we,
2: we have to do the uh, fantasy NASCAR when we come back, unfortunately. And uh, you know, it's uh, it's getting sadder and sadder by the moment, but. Anyway, uh, we'll do that when we come back. Code is going to be interesting because we have all three series in action again, and uh, a relative unknown track. Um, and then I got a final thought for everybody that I think is is kind of cool uh, regarding uh, Eddie Gossage. So we'll talk about that more inside Pass when we come back. Stick with us; we will be right back.
7: How to be a great dad in 15 seconds: bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew.
5: Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates.
1: He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing home. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at value.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose
7: his heart.
4: My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to
2: the Inside Pass. Gary Jones, bring us back from uh, commercial break. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. If you missed any part of uh, our show, you can always catch it online at uh, anywhere in your favorite podcast. We're working on doing uh, getting a Google fix so that you can have Alexa play it for you and Echo and um, all those good uh, you know technology driven apps and things that are in your home. Um, and uh, spies spy, yes well yes <laughs> spies let's call it what it is yeah. um, and uh, exactly some other is. other cool things that, uh, that i didn't know existed like apparently google has a podcast site where you can have google like google podcast yes. um so we're going to we're going to set up Radio's to do there it. and uh, so uh, other weird things that i just found out and, and created so um, next week on the show we're going to have Lenny Baticki from uh, PRN's at the track who follows us on WSIC I'm um, doing a little uh, you know, Coca Cola 600 Indy 500 history lesson um, and uh, talking about uh, what's what's going on uh, with the Memorial Day weekend and all the races going on there. Um, and then sadly, we're off Memorial Day Monday because it's a traditional holiday for uh, Race Chase Radio. And Why is our that show. sad? Because we don't have a show on Memorial Day. Yeah. Well, it's it's sad because we're not going to be here. We do deserve a vacation. Yes, but when we the in the middle of racing season, we don't my want vaca- a vacation. I'm <laughs> taking my vacation this week. Yeah, yes, you're going to. Chris Dakota. is going to be off to. Yeah, but uh, the, the rest of us will. The rest we'll of take us are working.
0: But l- l- tying things together, speaking yes. of Lenny and PRN, going to SMI and Eddie Gossage announced that he is retiring. Just so
2: the six degrees of separation. Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh, Eddie Gossage announced that he is retiring from Texas Motor Speedway effective after the All Star race, which ironically is in June. Um, this year. Yeah, that's and, another uh,
0: thing that's missing from next week's festivities. There's yeah,
2: CODA would, and 600. It would be this off. weekend yeah. if it was yeah. traditional. It, but it's sad. We're missing the um, All-Star Race. The All-Star star Race shot. is going to be in the middle of the desert. Uh, that was the
4: first race I ever went to as a fan. It'll it's weird be nice it's and not cool here.
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, 95 <laughs> degrees cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they, they've had a lot of rain and thunderstorms and like severe weather. The don't the baseball, I don't want to get rained on when I'm in. Kota. I, I'm just saying, like I, baseball. I'd make good game. racing? I'm though. from Dallas. It I would make say, good yeah. racing, but I'd get wet. Isn't baseball's all-star game in June? It's in Denver, but yes.
3: It's, okay. No, it's in July. It's, oh, the, it's July. the week okay. after July. the Fourth of July. Okay. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I was gonna say it. It almost feels more like the time of year you should be having the right, All Star exactly. race in the middle of June.
2: But um, I never really understood why football does the the, the All Star or their you know the Pro Bowl or whatever the week <laughs> before the Super Bowl. just <laughs> they because they're well, the see, off week in their now, season. Yeah, I know, but it's, it's weird to me.
3: I, I see again for me that's a whole different deal because it's really one one it isn't even really a game, and and two you might as well start Super Bowl week with it. It feels yeah. like the All Star race used to be with the six hundred football the way football does it.
2: Uh, anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah. Anyway, so. Eddie Gossage. Eddie Gossage is retiring from TMS follow, oh. f- uh, yeah, following the <laughs> the uh, All-Star race uh, in June. So my question to the panel is, is that if somebody, Marcus Smith or somebody, came to you and said, hey, you're going to be the next uh, general manager at Texas Motor Speedway, what would be the first thing that you would want to change, Peter, about the track? or the race, or anything else. Ooh, any change at Texas Motor
4: Speedway. I'd make it 45 degrees banking in the corners just to see what chaos
2: it would cause. (laughs) Well, didn't they do that the very first year they were open, in 1998, when the track wasn't completely configured correctly and the front stretch did this little, like, X or V-looking thing, and all the cars hit the wall? I think Um, that was
4: only, like, 20-something degrees, but 45 degrees is practically, like, standing on a cliff top.
2: That's true. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Wow, that's a that's silly. Um, I don't know. I, I think I'd make a half mile out of it. That's what I would do. Chop it down to a half a run, mile. Run let's, on the, run, run, let's run short the, track stuff there.
2: The little Texas Motor Speedway out behind uh, behind TMS. Yeah, we just um, have little Texas and tiny Texas. So I would I would do two things. So being somebody who has has gone to TMS its entire existence up until 2018. Number one, the dirt track behind the track never gets used, except for World of Outlaws. Yeah, I think I, once or twice a year they yeah. run dirt races on it. That's an incredible racetrack. It's a it's a, a five-tenths mile track. It's a great, awesome racetrack. I feel like they should run that track every week. Um, and number two, they used to do something called the Garage Party. So it's No Limits, Texas. They had a garage party that they used to do. It's, it was a like a circus thing where they had like – you know, fire-breathing people, and they had uh, stunt walkers, and they had you know trample, they had all kinds of weird midget yep. wrestling one year. Yep. Um, but it was a really cool thing and a really cool experience that they stopped doing several years ago. Um, but I felt like they should bring that back because that was a really cool thing for f- season ticket holders to be able to go to. That uh, w-
0: that reminds me of a great uh, Marcus uh, Smith quote that uh, happened during Bristol Dirt. Somebody asked him, uh, was it a challenge uh, doing Bristol on dirt and and doing a dirt track? And Marcus said, well, we have three, so (laughs) So, no. (laughs) It's it's different
3: when you're doing it on a, uh, you know, pouring it over a paved track. There's a whole other process there. But um, and, And for the record, the reason I say I would make a half mile out of it, there aren't very many paved short tracks in Texas. It's true. It's and non, and none tracks. of them are NASCAR
2: Weekly Sync. Week, right. NASCAR
3: weekly so for series. me, I would be looking at the opportunity to actually mm-hmm. capitalize on the size of the track, run weekly races, bring NASCAR in and go back to the way it used to be because there's not a single track on the circuit right now that's also a weekly short track. And I think that would be a perfect opportunity for somebody they, to, they do not
2: exist in Texas. There is no paved track in Texas. That is a NASCAR Weekly sanctioned grassroots racing track. At the track. moment, Sorry, yeah, there's the moment. only
3: two, or one or two or three paved tracks, which is in weird all of Texas. because
2: the the dirt track that I grew up uh, going to in Texas was a, um, a NASCAR Weekly sanctioned dirt. Sunbelt Region track back when they had regions yeah. uh, in the NASCAR Weekly series. Yeah. So, all right, Fantasy NASCAR. Nick still leads. His lead is shrinking little by little. Um, I as feel as like
0: since since he you know. Uh, I I don't know if you mentioned this, but he was going to be, uh, or, you know, he's he's prepping for his eye racing stuff. Yes, and he yes. and he's always about Monday night racing with him leading. I feel like Monday Night Racing should sponsor the fantasy segment. Well, I,
2: uh, well, Nick's <laughs> actually not gonna be Monday Night Racing now. He's gonna be Wednesday. Night. Oh, I think yeah, it's Wednesday right. Night Racing now. he's, oh, a por- he's starting Wednesday. a Porsche now, and there's gonna be a territory battle. It's a different league now. It's a different yeah. league oh, now. Nick's than too good he's gonna for be. y'all. At yeah, Monday oh, nights. he now. did everything <laughs> he could do in, in uh, the Monday Night Racing <laughs> League. But yeah, he won there. Been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. Nick, I think, is gonna join us on our our first show back after Memorial Day break because we have a really cool announcement that we're gonna make with Nick. And so I'm looking forward to having him back on the show so anyway fantasy escar he's leading tom's catching up i jumped over noah thank god and now i'm in third by one point um, by one point shut up um by one point um <laughs> well, <there laughs> peter, is. peter seth uh, and then uh, jacob and chris is catching up as well he's getting spire points too so we're going to coda this weekend all three series in action peter i will let you start if you know who your picks are going to be
4: all right all three races trucks of god sheldon creed xfinity austin syndra because he can't go against him on a road course and same mindset for Cup, I'll go Chase Elliott.
3: Okay, Tom. Okay, we're on a road course. So uh, in the Truck Series, I'm actually going to go with um, John Hunter Niemicek. In the Xfinity Series, uh, Austin Sendrick all day long for two in a row. And in the Cup Series, that's
2: a great one. I'm going to go with uh, Kyle Larson. Oh, well, I mean, still Henry Sports. Either way you look at it, when well, you said John <laughs> Hunter check. my first thought is who who did he, did he was it Cole Custer? He fought that one year. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Toronto. <laughs> yeah, thank uh, God Cole Custer's not in the well, field this weekend. Yeah, I don't uh, want to say he
3: fought him. He ran up. to well, him and Cole he Custer. Cool, yeah, him he like like, like, a, d- yeah, like a tackling dummy. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, so he's bigger
2: than you, John Hunter. My picks. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kyle Bush in the trucks just because it's Kyle uh, Busch. He's, ex- truck. he's, he's not a, he's in the trucks. Is he not? He's an infinity. Infinity. Who's in the 54? Fifty one, and uh, it's uh, isn't it Drew, Do- is Drew is Doll? I think it's yeah. Dollar. It's Dollar. Okay. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll, I'll rescind my pick. Then. Um, AJ uh, Almendinger and Xfinity, and uh, Chase in uh, in Cup, um, because well, who are you gonna pick in Truck? I don't know. I'll, you you pick your people, and I don't know. So
0: I'll I am <laughs> going to go with Truck. I guess I will pick John Hunter. Uh, Xfinity. I am going to go with Kyle Busch, and in Cup, I am going to pick Brad Kozlowski.
2: Kieslensky. Wow. All right. So I'm. I guess for trucks, just to be different. Um. I'll. I'll take Ben Rhodes, to see what's going on with that. All right. We are out of here. We Thank will see you, you guys uh, next week on the Interpes. Goodbye, everybody.